Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? It's your man Dre Day, and you are tuned in to a brand new episode with Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Um, I think I'm just freestyling this off my head. I truly think this is episode 52. I truly think this is episode 52. I'm hoping it's 52. I'm hoping I'm not wrong, but if I am, hell, it is what it is. Uh, this episode here, whew, this one gonna be a real, real, real good one. Um, we gotta talk about this free agency shit that's uh that 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 that's been going on. Um, first off, let me just let, let, let me let me just get to it. Let me just stop playing around with it. Let me stop bullshitting with it. Let's get to the crim, the la crim about this whole thing. Let me just have a sip of my water real quick. Uh, I had to have a sip of this water. Um. Last night, I woke up around, I want to say 4 in the morning, I want to say about 4, 4.30 in the morning, woke up, had to go use the bathroom, what do you know, went to go use the bathroom, came back, and uh, looked at my phone, I had so many alerts on my phone, I can't even, I can't even imagine it. You would think I was an ESPN reporter with all the alerts that I had on my phone. One of the, I didn't get, it, it was, I, I got, it, it, I, it, basically in a nutshell, I got so many alerts. The one alert that I didn't get, I didn't see, but that's neither here nor there. I'll deal with her another time. But uh, one of the alerts I did get was, was that Kawhi Leonard has agreed to join the Los Angeles Clippers. When I saw that, which again, I've got I got so many alerts. I got alerts from the score. I got alerts from Bleacher Report. I got alerts from ESPN. Mad shit. I like I like I was just getting crazy, crazy alerts. Even Twitter was alerting me, telling me that Kawhi was going to the Clippers. I went on cloud nine. I just couldn't believe it. And the reason I couldn't believe it was because now I'll just say it. Out of all the three teams that was interested in Kawhi Leonard, out of all the three teams, out of all of them, out of the Lakers, out of the Raptors, out of the Clippers, those are the three teams that was interested in Kawhi Leonard services. The Raptors was trying to re-sign him. The Clippers and the Lakers. Those were the three teams. Of course, you know, there was a rumor of the whole Knicks shit, but obviously I didn't really see that happening. I didn't really see that coming to fruition. Then it was rumors that how, oh, he would have met with the Sixers. I already knew that part was bullshit. And even if he was to meet with them, maybe it was just some 
you know, out of respect for Coach Brown, because remember, he's from the Pop family tree. So maybe, you know, he would accommodate the visit just off of that aspect. But the three teams, the main three teams that was a part of this fold was Lakers, Clippers, Raptors. Me personally, I wanted him to stay in Toronto. Reason being was because you just won a championship with them. Now, had you lost in the finals or didn't make the finals with them, then cool, by all means, go ahead. Open season. Go ahead and leave. The decision, should, the decision to leave should be even easier now because you lost. But the fact that you won and you brought this, not this city, you brought this country so much joy, which is a hockey country, I might add. They've turned into a basketball country now, somewhat. Because of the Toronto Raptors and because you brought them their first championship. Hell, you became the greatest rapper in history in one season. You know, you had, you know, you had people saying that you can live there for free. You had people say that you can eat there for free. You had all you had all this shit at your disposal had you chose to stay. But the flip side, he wanted to go home. He wanted to go to LA. Me personally, out of both LA teams, which is the Lakers and the Clippers, the one team out of out of if he did if he didn't go back to Toronto, if he didn't go back to Toronto, which LA team would I prefer him to go to? It was the Clippers. Reason being, you can create your own, you can do something that no other person has done. Take three teams to the finals. And win finals MVP. Well, the Spurs won. I can't really say he did it. I mean, he won finals MVP, but he was the fourth wheel on the team. Let's just call it what it is. You had Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, and then him. Toronto, bam. He clearly got them to the finals because without him, obviously, they wasn't even thought of going to the finals. Especially in my opinion. Now you got the Clippers. This is, the, this is a team who's never even reached the NBA finals. Let alone, I don't think they've ever reached the conference finals. So now... Out of all of that, I would have rather him go to the Clippers, start something new there. And another reason why I didn't want him to go to the Lakers, and more importantly, I'm tired of these super teams. I'm tired of them. I'm so done with these super teams. For the longest time, we've had super teams. We can go back, I would say, 2008. I mean, if you really want to count the Celtics as a super team, which me personally, I don't really consider a super team because Pierce, Garnett, and Allen... I'm not gonna say they was. I'm not gonna say it was washed up, but they were past their prime. You know what I'm saying? You know they won their championship off of cohesiveness and you know their experience. You know, you know, you know their experience on the court. You know what I'm saying? The big three with Miami. These dudes was in their prime when they joined forces. So you can go back to 2011, as sorry 2010 when you talk about you know um, super teams. So since 2010, we've had super teams. I'm done with that shit. I'm done with super teams. So I was hoping that he wouldn't go to the Lakers because obviously you got LeBron there and you got Anthony Davis. That's another super team. There's no need to even watch the season because just give them the championship now. But when I woke up this morning, which again was four something in the morning, I got the notification that Kawhi Leonard went to the Los Angeles Clippers. Went on cloud nine. Went on cloud nine. So I say this to 
Jalen Rose, who I believe um, he was on Get Up um, a few days ago. And he said that he had heard, he had got reports to his opinion that he was 99.9% sure that Kawhi was going back to Toronto. Obviously, you were wrong. Let's talk about um, Uncle Shannon. I, I, uh, Uncle Shannon, undisputed. I know you're upset right now. I'm sure you wanted him to go to the Lakers. Unfortunately, that's not going to be the case. I kind of hope you still have, you know, all this aspiration for Kawhi and don't turn on him and start calling him number two like Skip Bayless does. The only one that I believe stood firm in all of this. Oh, Chris Bissard, I got to get you too. I love you. Shout out to the odd couple with you and Rob Parker. I know he's on cloud nine because he picked the Clippers. But you, my friend, you wrote, you put out a tweet a few days ago where you said it was a close call between the Lakers and Raptors. That the Clippers are out. You wrote that in bold letters. Clippers are out. You obviously was wrong. I know Rob Parker and Skip Bayless, they're the two that's on cloud nine because they was the ones that wanted him to go to the Clippers to begin with. I don't even think they wanted him to stay in Toronto. I think they wanted him to go to the Clippers, so obviously they got that right. But they weren't done. The Clippers was not done. See, they got Kawhi. They got the main course meal. They got the, they got the main guy they were looking for. But first, we got to give... We got to give Kawhi some respect here. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, they were upset that he was taking too long, you know, with making his decision and shit like that. And, you know, he was holding teams hostages for making certain moves. There was a reason on why he took this long. And the reason he took this long was he needed another piece to join him. Because Adrian Woj from ESPN, who's pretty much been doing a hell of a job with all the news pertaining to these free agents, he let it be known that the Clippers would have had no shot of getting Kawhi had they not land another superstar. Well, let me not say superstar, another star. Because in my opinion, I mean, this guy, he's a bona fide player, but I wouldn't necessarily call him a superstar. He's a star, but he's not a superstar. And that star is Paul George. The Paul George that passed on joining the Lakers a few years ago when he was a free agent. He chose to stay at OKC. He chose to stay with Russell Westbrook. They get bumped in the first round again. And as it was reported, um, his reps had informed Sam Presti and OKC Thunder that he was requesting a trade. That's how the Clippers acquired Kawhi Leonard, ladies and gentlemen. Kawhi Leonard said that I need y'all to go out there and get me another star so I can come here. And why not go after Paul George? Remember, Paul George also wanted to come home. Just like Kawhi, he wanted to come home. The Clippers gave up five first-round picks, five unprotected first-round picks. Danilo Gallinari... Shea Alexander, they gave up all of those pieces for poor George. 
See, me personally, you can say OKC didn't get a shitty deal because now they're looking with, 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 with this deal, you can look at it that they're trying to rebuild. So who knows what's going to happen with Russell Westbrook. But we're going to save that topic for another day because I'm talking about what the Clippers just pulled off. The Clippers have put themselves in position to be crowned NBA champions next season with this move. If the Clippers can stay healthy, remember Patrick Beverly, he resigned. He was on the jump a few days ago. Said he took less to stay with the Clippers. He was offered, I believe, I think 45 or 50 mil to join the Sacramento Kings. He chose to stay with the Clippers because he felt like they had something great on the horizon. I don't even think he saw this move coming. Or maybe he did. Maybe that's why he chose to stay. You still got Lou Williams. You still got Doc Rivers as your coach. You still got, um, what's homeboy name? Um, Harold. The one who I think should be in the starting lineup. Homeboy with the dreads that used to play for Louisville back in the day in college. Um, let's see what else. You still got your billionaire owner. And of course, the man that made this move possible, Jerry West. Now I see why I do the logo. See, I believe a few episodes ago, or maybe it was the last one, I said, I don't know why I do the logo. You're 1-8 in the NBA Finals. Why are you even the logo? With all these moves that you've made in your, in your history of being a GM for teams, dating back to the Lakers, even with the Warriors as a consultant, with this move here, with, with the Clippers, now I see why you're the logo. I take it back. You have every right to be the logo, Jerry West. Every right. But now I say this. Whew. Thank you, Kawhi. Thank you very much. Thank you for breathing, bringing a breath of fresh air back to the NBA. You have controlled this NBA. You have controlled this NBA season from when the playoffs. Well, not even from when the playoffs started. I would say from. The conference finals to now, you, my friend, have become public enemy number one. And when I say public enemy number one, I'm saying the best player in the NBA. With this move, you've made yourself the best player in the NBA. But see, I love it from the aspect of, again, you've shifted the balance of power. It's an even playing field now. It's a total even playing field now. There's no super teams. There's no big threes. Every team is now even. You may have a superstar on one team. Then you might patch them up with another superstar. Or you may have a superstar patched up with a potential star. But there are no more big threes. And because of you, Kawhi, you've made that happen. And I thank you for it. And I appreciate it. But I'll say this, though. This Lakers-Clippers rivalry is about to be at an all-time high. All-time high. Because I know the Clippers are not done. And I know for the and I know for a fact 
with this with, with this move right here, the Lakers now gotta go out there and get them some pieces, which they have, which I will, you know, discuss soon. But for this segment here, I just had to speak on Kawhi. And I had to speak on the Clippers. I just had to do it. Just had to do it. Gotta give credit where it's due. We gotta give credit to Kawhi and his his team because they've kept this shit under wraps. You know, you've had some people, you know, again, you've had all these so-called sports analysts that they had their theories, all of them. They've all had their theories, but maybe some of them, you know, they made emotional picks. They didn't even have the inside scoop. They was just picking the team who they just wanted him to join forces with for whatever the reason may be. Kawhi stood the course. He met up with all three teams. Said what he needed to say. Kept it behind closed doors. But again, Adrian Woes from ESPN. Let it be known. That the Clippers would have not got Kawhi. Had they not traded for Paul George. Silent assassin. That's how bosses move. They move in silence. And that's what Kawhi Lennon and his staff did. They moved in silence. Now, yesterday, there was an earthquake in Vegas. Well, actually, it was an earthquake in L.A. 200-something miles away in Vegas where the, summer leagues was, where the summer league games was taking place. Even they felt it. Maybe this earthquake was a sign that something was going to happen real soon in L.A. They was about to get an aftershock. And the aftershock was at 11-something Pacific time that Kawhi Leonard had joined the Los Angeles Clippers. Now again, in my honest opinion, with this move that the Clippers have just made, with Kawhi Leonard joining the Los Angeles Clippers, this right here has catapulted them as the favorites to win the 2020 NBA Finals. That's just my opinion. Even with LeBron, even with Anthony Davis, with this team here, you got a bona fide defensive unit. Kawhi Leonard, two-way player. Paul George, two-way player. Patrick Beverly, we know what type of dog. Like, we already know the dog he is on defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what he brings to the table when it comes to defense. I think the Clippers, they need a bona fide big man. And they're not done yet. They still got some, they still got some cap money left. I believe they got about, I would say about four to eight left in cap space. So, you know, maybe they can go out there and garner, you know, somebody to take the, um, the, the, the veterans minimum. Who knows? But they're not done. The Clippers are not done. And I'm quite sure with this move by Kawhi, the Lakers are not done. You know what I'm saying? I'm quite sure that they was very confident that they was getting Kawhi. And unfortunately, it didn't happen. And again, Kawhi, I want to thank you. I want to thank you again for saving the NBA of another super team. Thank you for shifting the balance of power and making it even. Making it an even scale. Thank you, Kawhi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, it's a wrap for this segment. You know what I mean? I had I, I had to speak on that one first. I just had to. You know what I'm saying? Again, I again I woke up at four something in the morning, went to the bathroom, 
looked at my phone and got and saw all these alerts on my phone and this was something I had to speak on. You know what I'm saying? I had to speak on this now. I couldn't wait on it to Tuesday when my when, when it's my off day. Even though I got to go to work today, this is why I'm recording this shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like depending on when I drop it, which will probably be Monday or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'm recording this shit now before I go to work later on. This was something that needed to be discussed now. So again, thank you, Kawhi, for making this decision to join the Clippers. Thank you for not joining the Lakers, which I think would have been cool. But again, I'm tired of the super teams. I want an even playing field. I want an even scale. You know what I'm saying? And thank you for that. Thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for going to the Clippers. I wish you the best. And who knows, maybe you'll do something that nobody else has done, and that's took three teams. You led three teams to a championship. Because, again, Robert Horry, he's won championships with the Rockets. He's won championships with the Spurs. He's won championships with the Lakers. But he never led them to the championship. Yeah, he was a key factor in, you know, key shots. But he was never as the bona fide leader. You, my friend, can be the bona fide leader of these three franchises. So you know what I'm saying? Again, thank you, Kawhi. I cannot thank you enough. Um, side note, Serena just won. She just won her round of 16 match in Wimbledon. So now she's going off to the quarterfinals. So shout out to Queen Serena. And shout out to baby girl Coco, um, the young 15-year-old prodigy. She's in the round of 16 too. She's going to the quarterfinals. So good luck to my my black sisters, you know what I'm saying? Black excellence. But again, you know what I'm saying? It's a wrap for this segment. Um when your boy come back, your boy's going to play pay a quick bill and uh I'm going to speak on my borough, Brooklyn. We made some moves to in free agency. I couldn't let that go by, but I had to speak on this Kawhi one first, you know what I mean? Um this one right here, this like 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 this this right here is off the top of the dome. Some of my material that I've got, some of it is written, but this right here, none of this is written. Like I had to, like I had to, you know, reenact my inner hove on this one. You know what I'm saying? Just sit there and take a shit in my head to say, and then get to the, you know, you know, step in the booth and do what I do. You know what I mean? So this segment here was freestyled off the top of the head. The next segment, we're about to get it popping, and we're going to talk about, you know, my Brooklyn squad, which would be the Nets. So, again, this is your man, Dre Day, from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Your boy is about to pay a bill, and he'll be right back. Peace and love, baby. Peace and love. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. You know what I'm saying? You're tuned into a brand new episode of Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Uh, the second segment... Which is now, I just got one thing to say. I just got one word for you. Brooklyn. That's right. Brooklyn. Where I'm, where, where, where's home for me? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. East New York representative. Crystal Street representative. Brooklyn, we in the building. Uh, NBA, eat your heart out. The Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I might as well say we. Um, let me just say it, I'm not a Brooklyn Nets fan, but I am from Brooklyn. So I can rep them. I can claim them because I'm from Brooklyn. I have an emotional tie to Brooklyn. 
But now that we got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, shit, you might as well say I am a Nets fan now. What up? What you got to say now? But, you know, it is what it is, you know what I mean? But, KD, I know you're injured. Get well soon. See you in the 2020-21 season because I truly don't believe that you'll be playing this season. I forgive you. I forgive you. With the move that you made, like the move that you made a few years ago when you joined the Warriors, I forgive you. I truly forgive you. All the bad things I've said about you before, I forgive you. I mean, the thing about your nappy hair, I don't, I, I'm not sorry on that part. I think you still need to work on that. But, you know, everything else, you know, you're being sensitive. You know, you need to get, some, you know, blaze some buns and, you know, so you won't be so much of a sensitive fool and all that other shit. I forgive you. Um, always, I've always respected your game. I like, I never, never questioned your game. I just hated the fact that you joined Golden State because a player of your a player of your your aura, your demeanor, you should have been able to want to say, you know what, I gotta beat these guys. I don't want to join them, and you joined them, and it put a bad taste in my mouth because I didn't want that from you. So I forgive you. You did what I asked you to do. It was a while ago. I believe this is episodes back. Episodes back like a while ago I said the only way KD would truly gain my respect Is if he was to leave Golden State When he's a free agent And join another team That team was the Knicks I said had he went there He earned my respect Because you went to a team That wasn't stacked You could have built the legacy You could have led that team to a championship KD did one better than that. He came to Brooklyn. He came to the Nets. Now it's being reported that the Knicks didn't want to offer him the max because of his injury. Knicks, are you on drugs? James Dolan, are you smoking crack? You must be. You got to be smoking some crazy shit if you ain't want to give him the max. I don't care if he had two Achilles injuries. I ain't care if he had a left Achilles injury and a right one. You give KD the max because he deserves that much. He's he's heavily regarded as either one, two, or three best players in the league. And you didn't want to give him the max. Well, since you didn't want to give him the max, he chose to come to Brooklyn. Home of Biggie. Home of Hove. Home of Foxy and Kim. Mano, Uncle Murder, Fab. I'm ho hopefully I'm not missing nobody. I truly hope I'm not missing nobody. If I am, I'm sorry, but you know those those are the the, the oh Big Daddy Kane didn't want to leave him out. I ain't want you know I don't want the old heads to be yo Dre. How you leave out Big Daddy Kane? All right, cool. I put him in there for y'all, but y'all get what I'm saying. But he didn't come alone. He came with Uncle Drew, Kyrie Irving. He came with Uncle Drew. Now, the Kyrie Irving one, man, I kind of figured that was going to happen. You know, that was the one that I felt, you know, was in the works from all the reports that I was getting. And then what made it even more interesting was he left his former agent and joined Rock, Rock Sports, Rock Nation Sports. If you don't know who's, if you, don't know who's you know, head chief of Rock 
Nation Sports, that would be Hover the Guard, Sean Carter, you know what I'm saying? So once I saw that, I kind of knew chances are, yeah, he's probably coming to the Nets. But then I also forgot KD is a client of Rock Nation Sports. So Hove somewhat probably has something to do with them coming to Brooklyn. Hove just keep like Hove just keep doing like the guards just keep doing just masterful shit outside of music. You know what I'm saying? Masterful shit. You know, he helped 21 Savage, you know, not get deported. You know, he's doing all these great things, you know what I'm saying? Music you know, just being who he is in life. You know what I'm saying? And now, you done brought, you done brought KD and Kyrie to Brooklyn. Thank you, Hove. Thank you. Again, bosses move in silence. Bosses move in silence. If anybody know that, it's Hove. But they weren't even done with that. And I got to commend KD and Kyrie because they didn't even take the max. Neither one of them. They didn't take the max. They could have got, Kyrie could have got the max with Boston. He might have got the max had he went to the Knicks. Kevin Durant didn't take the max from Golden State, which was a lot. I think he left like, I want to say at least 60, 70 mil on the table. But, you know, there were rumblings that, you know, you know, towards the end of the season, him and Golden State wasn't really seeing eye to eye. But me personally, I always, like, I always felt that he was leaving Golden State anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because just from the aspect of, again, you win two finals MVPs. You win two finals MVPs. Uh, you helped the Warriors win two championships. You win two finals MVPs. But you're still not, you're still not getting the love and recognition that you feel you deserve out there in the Bay. And I've said this, regardless to what he does, the Golden State Warriors will always and forever be Steph Curry's team. It will. Unfortunately, that, unfortunately that's the way it is. Steph Curry is the golden boy. He's the babyface assassin. And on top of that, he grew up with the Warriors. He was there with them when they weren't winning. He was there when they were just a playoff-bound team. Then he, then he was there, obviously, when they started winning championships. Kevin Durant, you joined them to win your two championships. So from that aspect, people are going to always revere Steph Curry as the top guy on that team. Now, we get to see this upcoming season how that's going to play out now that you're not there. And obviously, Clay is hurt. So now we're going to really get to see what Steph Curry is made of. But this ain't about Steph Curry. This is about my Nets. Yeah, that's right. I said it. My Nets. Now, again, I kind of figured he was leaving. You know what I'm saying? The whole issue with Draymond, that was probably the tip of the iceberg right there. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? You know, he ruptured his Achilles. And, you know, the Warriors, you know, medical staff said that he was cleared to play. He can't hurt it any more than what it is. All that shit. But even so, with all of that, I, 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 I always felt that he was leaving anyway. I just didn't know if he was going to the Knicks or, you know, some people was even saying, hell, he might have even went to the Clippers. Because there were reports of him and Kawhi, you know, conversating and talking about joining forces. But, again... He came East Coast. 
For the first time in his career, he's playing in the East. And he came to the Mecca. Not the Garden. He came to Barclays. I think Barclays is stealing everything from the Garden, if you ask me. We getting the boxing matches. We getting all the hip-hop concerts now. Hell, WWE, you know, we getting that now. I mean... I know we're trying to get, you know, UFC popping in the Barclays. We need to get that happening soon. But, um, yeah. So, again, KD and Kawhi. But they weren't done. They took pay cuts. They didn't take the max. Because they went out and they got their man DeAndre Jordan. He signed for four years and 40 mil. Now, DeAndre played for the Knicks. But, you know, towards the end of the season, he didn't really play that much because... The Knicks was looking, you know, to play these younger guys. So that put a, a distaste in his mouth. And DeAndre is close friends with KD and Kyrie. So they both took pay cuts. They both didn't take the max to give Brooklyn cap space so then that way they could bring DeAndre with them. Now, obviously this upcoming season, I don't really expect much from Brooklyn. Do I think we'll make the playoffs? Yes, absolutely we'll make the playoffs. So Kyrie, this is my message to you. Don't fuck this up. Now, your leadership skills have been in question from last season. You know what I'm saying? You know, you called your teammates out in front of the media. Um, you promised Boston that, you know... If you'll have me back, I would love to come back. Obviously, that didn't happen because you're with us now, and I'm thankful for that. But as far as your leadership skills, calling your teammates through the media, throwing them under the bus, diva tendencies, we don't want that in Brooklyn. We don't need that in Brooklyn. Because guess what? Like Boston, I mean, we didn't make the conference finals without you, but we did make the playoffs without you. We got a great thing going on here in Brooklyn. Shout out to Sean Marks, who's the general manager. Um, Kenny Atkinson, who's the head coach. Um, unfortunately, we, unfortunately, we had to get rid of um, D'Lo to get you. But hey, it is what it is. Um, we still got Levert. We still got Joe Harris. Um, we still got Jared Allen. I'm actually intrigued to see... How that's going to play out with him and DeAndre. Does Allen go to the bench? Or does he start at the four and DeAndre's at the five? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? DeWitto, we still got him. The Nets, we have a promising future. And to think that a few years ago, just think about this. When the Nets traded their future draft picks for Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett and Jason Terry. Now, these are all three guys that were way past their prime. We wanted to get, I guess you could say we wanted to get some star power in Brooklyn. We gave up our future for these guys. And it put us in a, a, a grind for, 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 for future seasons. Last season. We garner up enough cap space. And not only do we do that, we also make the playoffs. Now, making the playoffs, that even that, that, that made it even a beautiful look. Because now that you made the playoffs and you didn't have a superstar there, now it's gonna say to yourself, now you can say to yourself, okay, we made the playoffs with no superstar. 
the future is bright. What would happen if we did get some superstars here? And lo and behold, we picked up two of them. Kyrie, again, he's a next-door neighbor. He's from Jersey. So he's close to home. This shit ain't nothing to him. KD from Maryland, D.C. He's from that area, so he's from the East Coast. So he should feel comfortable here. But I'll say this, though. These are two guys who are very sensitive as it pertains to things being spoken about them within the media. You're now in the capital of the media world. How are y'all going to respond to the negativity that comes your way when you don't produce on the court? Because we're going to find out this upcoming season, especially with, especially with Kyrie. Because remember, KD's not playing this season. So you have a whole season to lead this team. You have a whole season to lead this team. I believe we were the sixth seed last year. I believe I believe we was the sixth seed, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Milwaukee, Toronto, I think Philly, then Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nets was the sixth seed. And they wind up getting one game against Philly in the playoffs, which was the first game in that series. Lost the next four. So we know what it feels like to taste the playoffs. Now we got to get to that next step and at least try to win a series. Until KD get there. So this is just my humble opinion. This is my honest opinion. I believe we'll make the playoffs. I believe we can get a first round win. That's all I'm expecting. Semifinals. That's all I'm expecting out of my Brooklyn Nets. Semifinals. Next season, when KD gets back, you know, God forbid that he's able to be the KD that we know and love because, again, Achilles injuries, those, those aren't some things that you can come back from easily. You know what I'm saying? I think the only person that actually was close to coming back to what they was was Dominique Wilkins. And again, I'm quite sure a lot of my listeners are too young to even know who Dominique Wilkins is. Just go to YouTube and put his name up and you'll, and, and you'll find out who I'm talking about. The human highlight film. But, yeah, him. Atlanta Hawk, great. Very underrated. Very unappreciated. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, with this upcoming season, the 2019-2020 season, I expect my Brooklyn Nets to at least win in the first round. Clinch a first round series and get to the semifinals. It would be a miracle for us to get to the conference finals. A miracle. But who knows? With Kawhi not going back to Toronto now, let's see what happens with them. So who knows? But again, this is just my honest opinion. I just see us getting out the first round and probably getting eliminated in the second round. You know, last season, we got a taste of the playoffs. Like I said, we got a taste of the playoffs. We lost in five games, a.k.a. Gentleman Sweep. This upcoming season that's coming up, I think we take that leap and win a playoff series and advance to the second round, a.k.a. semifinals. So, Brooklyn, we, we in the building. We get to see Kyrie and Katie. Well, well, yeah, you can say KD because eventually, you know what I'm saying, he's going to be wearing that Coogee Net sweater. I mean, that Coogee Net jersey. You know what I'm saying? You know, they got Biggie Day. You know what I'm saying? 
they get the rep that. You know what I mean? I know Barclays tickets is about to get crazy. Real crazy. I know my man Jesus and Smokey, I know they got their tickets ready. If they don't if, if they didn't have them yet, I'm quite sure they're gonna get them now. You better believe I'll be in Barclays for some of these games. I ain't gonna be I ain't gonna be at all the games like they probably will. But you will see my face up in Barclays for some of these games. You better believe it. You better believe it. So, you know what I mean? Brooklyn, again, we in here now. Uh, Knicks fans, I, I feel sorry for y'all. Y'all had y'all hopes. Y'all had y'all dreams. Hell, I even had the hopes and dreams for y'all. I was hoping y'all get the number one pick. You tanked all last season so that you can get the number one pick. Unfortunately, that didn't work for you. So, obviously, you didn't get Zion. You got all this cap space. The top three agents you wanted. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. 0 for 3. Not only did you not get Zion, you didn't get KD and you didn't get you didn't get KD and you didn't get Kyrie. But you should still be happy though. They came to New York though. They're in New York. You should be happy. They're in New York. Unfortunately, they won't be playing in the garden. They'll be playing in Barclays, home of the Brooklyn Nets. So I might as well just put it out there. You could just basically say that it's a changing of the guard as it pertains to the number one team in basketball in New York. You could say for the longest time that it's been the New York Knicks. Well, tri-state area because obviously the Nets were in New Jersey. But for this year, that ends. 2019. Basketball, the number one team, is now the Brooklyn Nets. Holla if you hear me, baby. Holla if you hear me, baby. Holla, holla, holla if you hear me. So, it's a wrap for this segment, you know what I mean? Um, I'm just happy. I'm just thrilled that uh, we were able to get two, two key free agents, you know what I'm saying? Um... I was coming home from PA um, when it was announced. Obviously, we all was waiting for free agency um, last weekend. You know, we all was near our phones waiting for alerts. And we got the news before 6 o'clock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, reports were leaked out before 6 o'clock that these guys, you know what I'm saying, was going to their respective teams or they were staying with their respective teams. But when I saw that KD was coming to Brooklyn, that right there put me on cloud nine. Because, again, the Kyrie one, I, I kind of pretty much figured already. I kind of figured that was going to happen. So, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, again, it's a wrap for this segment. Brooklyn be in the building. Um, when your boy come back, I got to take one more break. When your boy come back, um, we're going to talk about the other free agent, all the other free agent stuff that's taking place in the NBA so far this offseason. So, again, this is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And uh, your boy will be back in the jippy. I keep saying that shit, man. Like this, you know, 
you know, when you watch Family Matters and, you know, you catch you, you catch up on certain lines and shows. And Steve Urkel used to always say that I'll be back in the jippy. So now I'm, you know, taking pages from him and shit. Then I do that. But anyway, your boy will be back. This is your man, Dre Day, Sportsman with Dre Day Podcast. Uh, your boy got to take one more break, pay one more bill, and your boy will be back. Holla at your boy. What up, what up, what up? Your boy's back. Um, this final segment here is to um, speak about, you know, the other free agency things that have taken place um, this offseason in the NBA. A lot of a, a, a lot a lot of stuff has transpired. I'll just say that. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like the other two segments, which was Kyrie, KD, Kawhi, because obviously those were like the three-headed monsters. As it pertains to the free agency class. And uh, I, I felt like those two segments, I think I felt those three guys needed a segment of their own. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, how to put the segments in order and all that other shit. So this segment here is to speak about all the other, you know, free agency things that have taken place. Um, I'm going to break it down from divisions. So I'm going to start off with the Atlantic Division. Um, Boston, you know, the Celtics, unfortunately, even though they don't have Kyrie no more, you know, obviously they picked up Kimball Walker. Uh, I actually think that's a sm- I actually think that's a cool move. Um, I actually, I, you know, I actually, um, they're quite similar if you ask me. Both of them are ball dominant. Uh, they both can score about 25, 26 points a game. My only thing is... The leadership aspect, you know what I'm saying? Um, Kimba, I can't really consider him, I can't really consider him a leader, per se, but it will be interesting to see what he does with Boston, you know what I'm saying? Um, I believe he's probably only made the playoffs twice in his career, and now that you're playing for Boston, they're expecting you to take them over the hump that Kyrie couldn't do in his tenure there. So will he be able to do that? You know what I'm saying? Only time will tell. I have faith in him. Um, he's from the hometown. You know what I'm saying? He's from New York. It ain't Brooklyn, but he's from the Bronx. So, you know, New York is New York. So, you know, I got faith in him to pull it off. Um, Boston also signed Edith Cantor. Two years, 10 mil. Um, obviously, they lost Al Horford. I'm going to speak about, you know, who he went to um, soon. Um, they lost Aaron Baines. Um, I believe they lost one. I, I believe they lost um, um, Marquise Morris too. So they were in need of a big man, and they wound up picking um Enos Cantor up. Um, I will say this though. Shout out to the Celtics. You know, we got another female that are that we be, we have another female that will be an assistant coach for an NBA team. Shout out to Carol Lawson. You know, for y'all out there that, you know, watch basketball or are true basketball heads like myself, you know, I've followed her since her days at playing at the University of Tennessee um, with the late, great Pat Summit. You know, I've watched her when she played in the WNBA, um, when it was with, you know, Washington and, you know, all these other teams that she played for. She's a hell of an analyst for ESPN. And now, you know, she's gone off to now, you know, 
being assistant coach for the Boston Celtics. So salute to her for that and salute to the Celtics for even making that happen. Um, I spoke about the Nets already, so no need to speak about Brooklyn. But I do got to speak about the other New York team, the Knicks. Now, again, Knicks fans out there, there's plenty of y'all out there. My man Yeezy, who I wish would have been a special guest on this episode, but um, it was time-consuming. The timing was a conflict, so obviously that didn't happen. But you know, you you know, you know, you're more than welcome to be on. You, you know, you're more than welcome to join this any other time, my brother. Any other time. Um, my brother Donique, my bro Bane, um, my boy Chief, y'all all Knicks fans. I'm quite sure when Kyrie and KD went to Brooklyn, I'm quite sure y'all were very upset with yourselves. I'm quite sure y'all wanted to go bonkers like Stephen A did. I'm quite sure y'all probably want to yell at James Dolan and do all that other shit. But y'all, I mean, y'all didn't get the big fish, but y'all did pick up some decent pieces. Julius Randle, y'all got him for three years, 63 mil. If he can play like the Julius Randle that's been playing in New Orleans, then you got something big. You know, hopefully, you know, he's not one of these dudes that just get the money and then, bam, he's back to being trash. Hopefully, he's not. Hopefully, he's not that guy. Todd Gibson, I like him. He's a rough rider. He's a dog. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully, he can go back to his inner self and go back to those days when he was with the Bulls. I'm not talking about when he was with the Timberwolves. I'm talking about if he can go back to his days as when he was with the Bulls, who knows? Y'all might have something there. Bobby Portis. You know, he was a decent player with the Bulls. Y'all picked him up, too. So, you know, again, y'all didn't get the big fish. But y'all got some decent players. So hopefully these guys can all mesh together. You know, y'all got some young talent. You know what I'm saying? You got R.J. Barrett from the draft. You still got Kevin Knox. You still got Mitchell Robinson, who did a hell of a game last night in the Summer League. You know, even though the game got stopped because of the earthquake shit. Um, Reggie, Reggie Bullock, you picked him up. Wayne Ellington, y'all picked him up. Alfred Payton, who's a decent point guard in my eyes. You know, I just wish he'd do something with that hair, which I actually think he did. So, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully these pieces can all mesh well and the Knicks can do something this regular season because obviously all the talk for New York is going to be about Brooklyn. It won't be about the Knicks. Hopefully they change that. Um, Philly, um, they re-signed, well, they extended Ben Simmons. Five years, 168 mil. Um, again, we were speaking about Boston, and I said they lost Al Horford. Al Horford went to the, went to the Sixers, which I think is very interesting because obviously you got him and you got Embiid. Um, obviously, Al Horford is going to play the four. Obviously, Embiid won't be healthy that much, so I'm quite sure the games he sits, he sits. Al Horford can move to the five. Um, they re-signed um, Tobias Harris. I thought they actually was going to lose him in free agency, but they wind up re-signing him for five years, 180 mil. Um, they wasn't able to keep Jimmy Butler. I'm going to speak about where he went. Um, they picked up Josh Richardson in a via trade from Miami. You know, maybe that right there will be a hint to find out where Jimmy where Jimmy Butler went. So, right now, I think in the Eastern Conference, 
with Kawhi not being with the Raptors anymore, I think the Sixers is probably the heads-on favorite to win the Eastern Conference. But who knows? You know what I'm saying? Who knows? You know, they look good on paper. But let's see how it executes on the court. You know what I'm saying? But right now, they look good on paper. But y'all know how this works. A lot of shit look good on paper. And then, you know, shit don't pan out. So, you know, let's see what happens with that. Um, and the Central Division, Indiana's a sleeper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Indiana's a sleeper. I mean, um, I believe they won the division. I believe they won the division last year, if I'm not mistaken. I know, I, I, I know, no, no, they didn't. Milwaukee won the division. My fault. I'm sorry. But Indiana is still a sleeper, nonetheless. And especially if they can get um, Victor Oladipo back, they're really going to be, they're, they're really going to be a sleeper. Uh, they signed Malcolm Brogdon from Milwaukee, four years, 85 mil. Um, obviously, he missed most of last season and showed up in the playoffs. Um, let me say he half showed up because, you know, in the conference finals, there were some games he was consistent. There were some games he wasn't. But now he gets a fresh start with Indiana. He stays in the Midwest. So, obviously, he's going to be going, to, he's going, to be going, to, going up against his former team four times in the season. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, Indiana picked him up for four years. T.J. Warren, they picked him up via trade from Phoenix. Uh, T.J. McCunnum, two years for seven mil. Um, Indiana is like that. Indiana is like the workhorse team. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at, it's like WWE. You have the you have the Intercontinental Title. That's the workhorse title. Indiana is like that workhorse team. You know what I'm saying? That it's gonna make it very interesting for the top seeded teams. You know what I'm saying? They may not be a top team, but they ain't gonna make it easy for them as it pertains to, you know, you know, giving them easy games and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at Indiana. You know, they still got Nate McMillan as a head coach. I love him as a coach. And again, like I said, if Victor Oladipo can come back healthy, Indiana was what in the top four. Last year in the East, I can see them still being in the top four. I don't really see them taking a step back if Oladipo comes back healthy. Um, Detroit, um, they picked up Derrick Rose for two years, 15 mil. So who knows? Maybe he'll jump into that, you know, starting point guard spot. Who knows? Um, Markeith Morris, one of the Morris twins, they picked him up for two years. Uh, Milwaukee, Wesley Wesley Matthews, they got him for one year. Um, they got somebody that could, you know, a bona fide three-point shooter. He shot 38% from the three-point line. So they got them a three-point shooter. Um, they lost um, Nikola Meritich. Um, he chose to go back to Europe. So that's one, you know, sniper that they lost. Um, Robin Lopez, he's re he reunited with his brother, Brooke. The Lopez boys, so... Milwaukee got them a They got them a tall team over there You got Greek Freak obviously uh, Brooke Lopez 4 years 52 mil His brother Robin Lopez Chris Middleton Who I really thought I, I knew off the rip he wasn't leaving I knew he wasn't going anywhere um, 5 years 178 mil He got a lot of making up to do Because in that conference finals with Toronto Again you know, like Malcolm Brogdon, there were some games he showed up, some games he didn't. 
You know, so hopefully with him getting this money, you know, hopefully, you know, he does, you know, he has a lot of making up to do because I believe next season is the year where, you know, they can offer Greek Freak the max. So, you know, Milwaukee, you know, better do some things this upcoming season or maybe Greek Freak will soon be thinking about, you know, taking his talents somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So let's see what happened with the with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, in the Southeast Division, Miami, obviously they lost Dwayne Wade um, due to retirement. So we wish him well, you know, in his future endeavors. In fact, shout out to Dwayne Wade because I believe he's going to be on the cover of um, NBA 2K20. Well, him and Anthony Davis. I think he's going to be on the Legend, the Legend Edition. AD is going to be on the regular edition, so salute to Dwayne Wade. Um, Miami picked up Jimmy Butler in a signing trade with the Sixers. Um, that's how, you know, Josh Richardson wound up going to Philly. Um, it was a lot of talk of, you know, him possibly, you know what I'm saying, going to... <clears throat> they were talking about him, obviously, probably re-signing with Philly or probably going to Houston. But... This move with Miami, I'm not sure how I, feel. I, I don't know how I feel about this move, honestly. I truly don't know how I feel about it. Um, Jimmy Butler is not one of those guys that um, I don't really look to him as a leader. Um, obviously, we saw what he did in Chicago. He, tra he got his way out of there. He asked for a trade. He got out of there. Went to Minnesota. Had problems with Cat. Had problems with Andrew Wiggins. Got got himself out of there. He had problems with Philly when he first got there. And uh, then they was talking about him possibly going to Houston, which I didn't think that would mesh well because obviously him, Chris Paul, James Harden, all these guys want the ball. I don't think I I, I didn't think that would mesh well. Um, let's see who else they picked up. Miami picked up Mayors Leonard. From Portland um, Tyler Hero They drafted him who's, 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 who's doing a hell of a job In the summer league I might add So you know Let's see what happens with the Miami Heat You know this coming You know this coming season um, Obviously I believe they missed out on the playoffs um, Last season I think there was a half a game Or a game out of the playoffs So let's see if they can make that leap To the playoffs um, Orlando, um, they re-signed Nicola. Um, I can't even I can't even announce this dude's last name. If my man Guru hears this, he may know who I'm talking about. You know, I don't want to make the mistake and say people's name wrong. So Nicola's his name. Four years, a hundred mil. Um, they picked up Al Farouk Aminu from Portland. Um, they signed him for three years, twenty nine mil. Terrence Ross, they picked him up. Four years, 54 mil. And uh, to wrap up the Southeast Division, um, Isaiah Thomas, the Wizards picked him up for one year. So hopefully, you know, he can do something with the Wizards because he obviously didn't get no type of opportunities in um, Denver. So hopefully, you know, you know, he can do some shit with the Washington Wizards. And again, John Wall, I don't know if he's going to be ready for um, training camp. Maybe he can come off the bench and be a spark off the bench, but hopefully Isaiah Thomas, you know, can, you know, 
get back to being, I'm not going to say the Isaiah Thomas of old, but at least be productive. Because, you know, ever since when he was with Boston and he was 50-50 with Cleveland, he ain't been the same since then. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, he can come back and, you know, do some shit this upcoming season. So well wishes to you, Isaiah. Little Isaiah. Um, in the Western Conference, the Pacific Division, we got the Warriors. Um, they got D'Angelo Russell in a sign and trade. Um, obviously, Clay is out. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they play the backcourt with Steph and D'Angelo. Does D'Angelo go to the one? Does Steph go to the two? Or vice versa? You know what I'm saying? So I'm eager to see how that plays out. And... Even more intrigued to see how it plays out when he comes back, because obviously, you know, I don't, you know, I don't expect him to be out, Clay to be out for the whole season. But I'm interested to see how that's going to play out when he returns. You know, they re-signed um, Kevon Looney, three years, fifteen mil. Speaking of Clay Thompson, he re-signed, which I knew was going to happen. You know, they offered him the max, and reports was that was the only way he would stay. As if he got the max, which he got five years, 190 mil. But, you know, wish him well on his speedy recovery, you know, from his torn ACL. So, you know, wish you well on that, Clay, so you can get back to being, you know, the old Clay that we know and love. They also picked up Glenn Robinson Jr., Willie Cali Stein from Sacramento. So that's another big man that they got. Obviously, they got, um, Looney, who I think is probably going to move into the starting lineup. So, Cali Stein is probably going to be the backup center for the Warriors. Phoenix, they got Ricky Rubio. Three years, 51 mil. Devin Booker now has him a point guard um, that could distribute the ball to him. So, obviously, I don't expect Phoenix to do much. Obviously, Phoenix is one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst team. But, I know my man Rashawn don't want to hear it, but because he's a diehard Suns fan. I know he don't want to hear it, but I actually like the move with Ricky Rubio and uh, Devin Booker. Um, I mean, neither one of them can play defense, but it would be nice to see, you know, you know, somebody distributing that ball to Devin Booker, you know, off these screens and shit like that, and, you know, hook him up with some passes so then that way he can, you know, shoot some of these threes and stop being so ball dominant. So let's see what happens with Ricky Rubio that now he's with the Phoenix Suns. Sacramento, they re-signed Harrison Barnes. Um, no big deal. Um, Corey Joseph, three years, 37 mil. Trevor Ariza, two years, 25 mil. Sacramento was going to be one of those teams. They're a sleeper. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. But they're one of those teams that that has a promising future. Um I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but you know, with these with these signs and then again, I believe they still got um Buddy Hill, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I think they still have Buddy Hill. Um, De'Aaron Fox, who who was close to being most improved player, they still got him. They was close to making the playoffs last year. 
I mean, they got Luke Walton as their coach. Hopefully, you know, hopefully that helps them somewhat. Um, who knows? Maybe the maybe the lights was too bright for him in L.A. And maybe he needs to be on the north side of Cali as opposed to being on the south side of Cali. So, you know, let's see what happens with that. Um, the Lakers, I got to speak on them. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, they didn't get Kawhi. So being that they didn't get Kawhi, you know, they needed some other pieces. They signed Danny Green. They needed the shooter. So they got him for two years, 30 mil. Um, they re-signed JaVale McGee, which I was hoping they would do. Um, two years, 8.2 mil. Um, KCP, two years, 16 mil. Um, they signed Jared Dugley. So the Lakers, they still got some pieces that they still need. You know what I'm saying? Rondo is still out there. Um, Boogie, who knows? Maybe they could sign him. Mello. Well, Carmelo, because I, I, I've been said I'm going to stop calling him Mello. He's now Carmelo. He's still available. I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron helped his boy, you know, get on the team. So who knows with that? You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's that's what it is with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Um, Southwest, the Mavs, they picked up Boban. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. The tall guy with the big ears that used to play for San Antonio, who actually has an appearance in John Wick 3. You know, he has a fight scene with Keanu Reeves. Um, he played for Philly, but now he's with Dallas. So now he gets a taste to play with another Texas team for two years. Shout out to Seth Curry, uh, the young, the, the 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 younger brother. Four years, thirty-two mil. I know Steph and you know his family is very proud of him and getting that big contract. Um, the Mavs they re-signed Porzingis, five years, one hundred and fifty-eight mil. Dwight Powell, three years, thirty-three mil. Dallas is gonna be a nice team. Luca. Seth Porzingis, if he can be healthy. Dallas is going to have an okay squad. Will they make the playoffs? Probably not, but it might be, you know, you know, it might be an interesting, you know, place to watch basketball. I mean, Dallas is probably, I mean, I mean, Dallas is, I mean, the Mavericks is probably going to be the only, you know, positive thing coming out of Dallas in sports this upcoming season anyway. See if anybody catch that. <laughs> but I love taking my little digs at the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Anything can happen. But, you know, back to this. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, they picked up Josh Jackson via trade with the Suns. Um, Jonas Velva, whatever his last name is. He used to play for Toronto. Um... European player, three years, 45 mil. Um, I'm sorry if I can't pronounce these guys' last names. For the, for, the, for the audience out there, you know, my international, you know, listeners, y'all might understand, you know, who I'm talking about. Pelicans, J.J. Redick, two years, 26 mil. Well, 26 and a half mil. And they signed Derek Favors. New Orleans is going to be, yo, New Orleans is going to be a team. New Orleans is going to be a sleeper. I mean the, the I mean the West is stacked. Like the like you can make a case. 
obviously there's eight teams that can make the playoffs in the West. You can make a case that there are probably 10, 11 teams that's going to be fighting for playoff spots. So maybe three or four teams is going to be left out of the playoffs. New Orleans may be one of them, but they, 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 they're not going to make it easy for those other top teams. They're not going to make it easy for them. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Zion. If he, if he can be anything of what he was with Duke. Uh, Lonzo was there. If he can be healthy. Drew Holiday, he's the, he's the veteran. He's the leader of that team. Brandon Ingram, if he can be healthy. Josh Hart. Um, again, J.J. Redick, Derek, Derek Favors, who's, who's a pretty decent player from all his years in Utah. Don't sleep on him. Alvin Gentry as your head coach. New Orleans, New Orleans is going to be that sleeper team in the West. Don't sleep on them. You know what I'm saying? Do not sleep on them. And, you know, finally, with the Northwest, Denver, obviously they didn't really make that many moves, but they did extend Jamal Murray five years, 170 mil. Um, ball, ball, you know the tall, you know the tall, um, tall dude out of Oregon. Um, they signed. I mean, I guess they picked him up. I think he became undrafted, and then they picked him up. Um, the Blazers, they picked up Hassan Whiteside via trade with the Heat. Um, so I'm eager to see how that plays out. You know, if he couldn't mature under the tutelage of Pat Riley and Alonzo Mourning with Miami. I don't really see how can I don't really see what's gonna I, I really don't see what's gonna happen with him and you know in Portland. But if they can get Nurchage back, who tore his ACL last season, if he if he can come back and be healthy, Portland's gonna be a very dangerous team next season because they really didn't lose anything. No key no key person they lost. They re-signed Rodney Hood, two years, 16 mil. They extended Dame Leonard, four years, 196 mil. So salute to Dame Leonard, man, because he been said he's not with the super team bullshit. He wants to stay in Portland, and he, he, he's doing that. You know what I'm saying? They extended him, so I really don't see him going anywhere. But I will say this, though. This may be the last season that him and McCullough be together. So if Portland can't get to the finals this season, which obviously with all the other shit that's been going on with the Lakers and the Clippers, I don't see that happening. This might be the last season that those two guys be playing together. They might they might be breaking that backcourt up, you know, this, you know, after after next season. You know, it's not a spoiler alert, you know, it's just something that you know keep your eyes on. It's a it's an alert notice, you know what I'm saying? It's on alert, you know what I'm saying? And to wrap that up, and finally to wrap up, you know, this segment, the Utah Jazz, um, Bogdanovich from Indiana, Utah picked him up. That's an, that's another sleeper team. Utah, Mike Conley Jr. in the backcourt with Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. They still got Ingles. They still got Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. Now they got Brogdanovich. Utah is going to be. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you, this, this Western Conference is stacked. Stacked. You hear me? But again, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the Western Conference. 
Because, again, the West is loaded. It's stacked. Um, again, it's eight teams. Which one of those eight teams that made the playoffs last season, which one of them is going to take a step back to bring in some of those sleeper teams and get them into the playoffs? Because last season it was the Warriors. Obviously, we know they're going to take a step back this season. But, you know, with championship experience, I'm going to give them, you know, I'm going to give them a shot to make the playoffs. You still got Denver. You still got Houston. Uh, you still got Portland. OKC, who knows what happens with them. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they got Paul George. They got Westbrook. It's being reported that how, who knows, maybe he's on the trade block now. Maybe, maybe, maybe they may be looking to trade Westbrook. So let's see what happens with that. San Antonio. I'm never going to doubt San Antonio as long as Coach Pop is there. Um, Devontae Murray should be back. Lonnie Walker is doing a good job in the Summer League. Let's see if that translates to, you know, this season that's coming up because he was injured mostly last year. Um, obviously, again, the Lakers will make the playoffs. The Clippers will make the playoffs. Utah, again, another sleeper. Um, who else I said? It was another sleeper team I said. Damn it. Again, there's so many teams in the West. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the Western Conference. In the East, obviously, we know Boston, Philly, Indiana. Toronto, oh, and Milwaukee. Toronto, obviously, I know they're going to take a step back because Kawhi is not there. That was the only reason why I even gave them a shot last season because Kawhi was there. But now that he's not there no more, obviously, I know they're going to take a step back. But um, it's a wrap for this episode. It's a wrap for this segment. Um, your boy is done. Your boy got to get ready for work. You know what I mean? It's muggy as a motherfucker. Got to hit that shower. Got to freshen up. Get ready for work. Um, who knows? Hell, I may drop this episode today. In fact, hell, I am going to drop it today. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to drop the episode today. I'm not going to wait till Monday. You know, let's just get this thing out now. Let's not, you know, hold off on it. So I'm going to drop the episode today. So when you do hear it, you know, hopefully you get to enjoy it. You know, enjoy it under the AC, whether you're driving in the car or you're in your house with the doors closed and the windows closed and you enjoying that breeze from the AC. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully... You know what I'm saying? You get to enjoy this episode. So, until next time, this has been another episode of Sports Web with Dre Day Podcast. Again, you can check me out on my social media pages. Facebook, Dre Day, D-R-A-Y, space D-A-Y. Instagram, Dre Day 1985. Or Sports Web with Dre Day Podcast. That's the Instagram page. On Twitter, Dre Day 1985. Um, you can also um, download that Anchor app, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Hit the favorite button. Subscribe to the podcast. I'm also streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Radio Public, Breaker. Um, those are just some of the other streaming platforms that the podcast is streaming on. So, again, salute to y'all. Um, have a blessed weekend. Stay hydrated, stay cool, and uh, thoughts and prayers to my people out on the West Coast. Um, shout out to my girls um, from the Speak Up 
um, from the Speak Up JV podcast, Vernisa and um, uh, and Jen. Y'all out in LA, y'all out on the West Coast, so I know y'all dealing with the earthquake situation out there. So hopefully everything is well out there with y'all. Salute to my sis Smurf who's out there in LA as well. Um, thoughts and prayers with y'all, and hopefully all is well in LA. And uh, everybody else on the West Coast, shout out to um, um, girls sports chat. I believe I, I believe that's their name, if I'm not mistaken. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to plug them in. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know, miss out on them because they're on the West Coast too. You know what I'm saying? They're in Vegas. They got, you know, they got hit with that. You know, they got hit with the earthquake too. So, you know what I'm saying? I want to send my love to them as well. Girl, girl chat sports. That's their name. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to them. So, again, this has been another episode of Sports with Dre Day Podcast. Your boy got to go. He got to get ready for work. Um, stay hydrated, stay cool, peace and love, God bless, your boy is out of here, one.